0: i think i got my my claps off rhythm there which is weird because it's i can hear it <laughs> yeah i get there's it's no closest to you yet. too yeah it's not there's no lag like it would be yeah. for me over the internet with you playing that live for yourself yeah it's weird i just fucked it up is it is it because you've hung out around me that much and you're you're that much of a white boy now you can't you don't know the beat um yeah yes yeah makes sense mm-hmm. makes sense although as we learned in the outtakes i can spit bars yes i can swallow yes, defense, bars i can swallow defense. them whole if wait, you want to hold on what hold on now wait what is this career you're getting <laughs> into? to i'm intrigued either way honestly i'm on board i'll buy your album and or video check sam goody baby it's yeah. me and britney's pears coming at you <laughs> <laughs> well oh, boy. Um, speaking of of uh, amazing well, late 20th century uh, musical artists i suppose uh, i sent you a little mm-hmm. video today brand a little clip that i wanted you to play for us uh i happened upon this on youtube today as i was uh you know just hanging out getting ready for the show to start and uh someone uploaded like a full hour of this but i i saved one clip because i it's so epic i know you needed to hear it that's carson daly right there baby well this is Kid Rock that's Kid Rock got Queen whatever let me play come on let's do it yeah who's next to Kid Rock in that video Fred Durst that's right Everything I never sun, and DJ Lethal yeah MTV 1998 1998 New Year's Eve live party with original ads but it's just like this one loop no I, that's the clip I sent you Boys, okay. Boy, you know you can do that on YouTube you can clip things. I just found no. this out. Hey, That's oh, wow. what I did. I tried it. I said it to you. So instead of sitting in the whole video or be like, hey, go to like, you know, time mark one I just sent you the 12 seconds I wanted you to see, which was the epicness of Kid Rock with Fred Durst. And Fred Durst just like looks so fucking bored. And he's like, God, I got to be at this. I got to be with this fucking chode tonight. Like all the chodes there. I'm talking about daily yeah. at that point. But uh, mm-hmm. he's just like casually spinning a record. Like I'm like, he's like, this isn't even hooked up fuck this thing this Uh, is so funny so amazing so funny to me Stephen, because i spend uh let me check zero percent of my life thinking about kid rock because he is just Mm. like a complete garbage fucking piece of shit right and uh you know people talk about like elvis and um I, i guess like to a lesser extent justin timberlake uh, making their careers off the backs of black people. Oh, uh, culture, <laughs> like, vultures, you know, <laughs> where are you but, connecting kid rock to this? <laughs> there is no more egregious person of doing this than kid fucking rock. F- oh first of all, God. he should have been like when he came out, they should have changed his name to man rap. It's not my joke. It's somebody I used to work it's with. It's a at what, Pizza man hut. what man rap instead of kid rock. <laughs> I would really do like that joke. Though. Good. It's, it's, it's such like a, an inoffensive <clears throat> joke right. uh, that I, I like it, but, uh, Yeah, I literally last night watched a YouTube video. It was like 25 minutes long where somebody was like breaking down why Kid Rock is such a piece of shit. Like I knew. (laughs) But just to have like all the details (laughs) laid out before me. And like him being a white guy and uh, trying to uh, come up as a downtrodden rapper from Detroit mm-hmm. similar right. to Eminem. But the main difference is uh, Eminem was poor and had no choice <laughs> right. but to be raised in those streets. Whereas Kid Rock is uh, <clears throat> he, he comes from a wealthy family and you can find pictures of his like family's palatial estate uh, that has like tennis courts and all this shit. Right. And he, he just I don't know. He, he escaped <laughs> to Detroit to make it a name for himself. And he eventually got like pretty good at like uh scratching and rapping and stuff but man he is just like a real sincere hardcore like conservative dipshit and i'm not saying like every conservative person is like yeah. a bad person Kid but Rock he is. is he's just like a <laughs> s- severe piece of shit right other than that i have no no thoughts yeah. or feelings on the man like of he's, course <laughs> you know. no this is what was funny to me uh because it's one of those things too like eminem he's okay. I don't love him, but I like some of his songs, but when they first came out around the same time, I just dismissed both of them. as like white boy rappers. And like, I could not Mm -hmm. wait for them both just to disappear, you know, at least, at least not to die, but you know, I just don't want to listen to the music and they've both stuck around. And then you look back on the discography, I guess, of, of those Mm -hmm. careers. And you're like, well, Eminem, like, yeah, like that would make sense. But like this fucking guy, this was from the video I sent you was from 1998. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. wow that's like way too long man that's it is, that is yeah. a long time to be in the public eye and i never i'm telling you i didn't realize i i just assumed that there was a white boy rap war and that limp biscuit oh. and kid rock were not friends i don't know oh, why no i just assumed that no, I think they like toured around. Wait, which podcast am I on here? Oh, yeah. I've, I've been in on like, oops, I, I could really like fall down the well of this. But uh, no, they they like toured together and stuff around that time. So, uh, you know, they were they're friendly enough at that. Wow. Point, but so you know, Fred best friend is is Mr. Kid okay. we can't Stephen. We can't we can't start this. We can't okay. we can't incite this type of race. Is, war. There, is there any is there any podcasts out there anywhere I can get a lot of knowledge about limb or or New Metal in general? That you know? Probably not. Um, I (laughs) wouldn't even worry about it, honestly. Uh, No, I guess if you wanted to seek this out, I would probably point to naturally Roach Coach. um, It's a new metal podcast, got like 400 something episodes coming up to that. Uh, They're pretty popular. And I guess if you've got a free minute or two, the nudist colony, um, I would say every. Every Friday, but you know it's on a brief hiatus a for now. Coming back in like mid January, it's fine. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Totally good. I didn't yeah. even mean this to be a uh, a crossover episode with that. To be honest, I just saw Kid Rock no on there. <laughs> no one expects new metal. It, a whole... it just happens. <laughs> That's what MTV thought about it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It was it was a whole era when you watch that. Even just like clip of that video because it's it's Carson Daly. You know, he of, of uh, TRL at that at that time was like huge. And yeah. that's what they're doing. They're just doing like that show. But for New Year's and then next to him is little Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, curly haired Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, co-hosting. She might have been dating Carson Daly. I had these flashbacks of being like, well, I have to get my teen beat out and see. But I think they <laughs> yeah. might be together here. And then and then they're like, let's throw it over to. And I thought it was Kid Rock and Uncle Cracker next to him. But you, oh. you seem to know who that other gentleman was that's not hey, yeah, dj Durst. lethal from uh limp biscuit so he's from he's house from the Limp. yeah mm-hmm. gotcha yeah. the pain house got it got it i know all mm-hmm. these um but yeah i uh it was just like such an era and i was just like man this is only like 12 seconds of this like hour-long video that has commercials from the era as well i'm very excited to watch the whole thing yeah so anyway i needed to bring it up for you because uh i needed to get the deets on my friends here Absolutely, Uh, you need the deets on the LB like we all do. And honestly, I feel like if you wanted to get into like House of Pain, which Um. is a hip hop group featuring DJ Lethal, Everlast from Mm. Everlast, and then uh, the third guy Danny Boy, they're all like Irish guys. Well, okay, I mean, like two of them are, I guess, Irish. Uh, DJ Lethal is not. Look, I can't get into that. What I'm saying is, you got it though. It's it's approachable from an Irish standpoint. And you are I love that. genetically Irish. Right. So if I can say that, if I could be so. Polite. Yeah, you could say that. You could say okay, that. Cool. Yeah, you okay, could say that. Good. I did. He can't say that. I can't say it. I checked. You cannot. You're not. Wow. That's a no. That's a no. I'm wow, looking off camera here to my dog. Uh-huh. She's shaking her head. No, she's pointing at her bone. Wait, what? And she's pointing at her butt and then she's pointing oh. at your face. Oh, so, she, wait. This is. I, I think she's I saying you're I, a dog butt bone face. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Who told? Who told? So, she saw. <laughs> she yeah. saw some things. You can see it in her eyes. <laughs> I, people have told me I've got a face for dog bone butt. <laughs> so, you know. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> oh boy. Well, Man, look. I'm, I'm glad we got to. Uh, delve down into that right um, that i'm look i'm always happy to talk about new metal but yeah. i just you one of my resolutions for 2024 is to uh just be better overall you know i don't I have any be like better? pop culture related ephemera that i'm working mm-hmm. on for this year that was last year that was uh that that took a toll on me right I'll be honest with you you know it seems like oh watch watch three movies you know once a month throughout the calendar year that's pretty easy yeah i mean it's kind of hard sometimes you don't feel like it sometimes you don't watch anything, anything else, else but <laughs> you're you're halfway through but six this hours movie thing, <laughs> and sometimes you're like god i'm glad this is almost over what there's a fourth one fuck i guess i gotta do that one too mm-hmm. you know i have 17 hours before the next record i guess right. i, throw I better throw this in the mix you know you know, it's it's just like stunt viewing for the sake of stunt viewing. But uh, you love it, look, though. Uh I'll, I'll get it. We're we're recording this uh, mere hours before the episode right. goes live on January second. Interesting uh, one. I I've been sick recently, and that yeah. bumped back our our recording time. So uh, Stephen graciously decided to meet me here on New Year's Day. Last the holiday. Last New episode. Day. That's right. Yeah. That's why I yeah. did it. <laughs> the last episode. <laughs> The final one. This is how we begin the year with an end. We begin with the end. And, uh, yeah, so we, uh, we were, I'm, I'm going to forgo all of my, mm-hmm. uh, my stuff about my, my, uh, 2023 trilogy list. We'll, we'll bump that to the next episode three three seven, and, uh, we'll, we'll discuss that there. But, um, yeah, so, you know, so that's far. okay though. Um, I feel like sometimes the sickness, you know, throws a wrench in the plans and, mm. uh, we're not tool guys, so we don't know what to do with that. We just walk away, you know, right. grab a hammer and mm-hmm. say, we'll get back to it later. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's okay. Uh, I'm curious to hear about, you know, the trilogy plan as a whole from last year and what it did to your mm-hmm. psyche. But yeah. uh, I think that can hold off till next year. Uh, next year. Wow. Yeah, technically, if we had recorded this yesterday, that I joke would have worked, worked. worked for yeah. me and Look, me alone. I, yep. <sighs> mm-hmm. Nobody else listening to this, but... I'm going to say that uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where, much like Hi. this episode, we've been gremlinsed? I don't know. Uh, I guess We're so. the new batch? I don't know. Oh, oh my is God. Apart. is that what work? We the batch boys. We the batch boys. Okay. We the boy- <laughs> <done> batch boys. <laughs> yes, yeah, they like, hey, you got to draw it out just a little bit. Uh, I, you know, I, I was going somewhere with the whole, like, New Year's resolution thing. I've since lost track Of what that was. What you were going to say with it? Yeah. uh, Mm. Something about like trying to be better about something, but you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? (laughs) Was it like. Resolutions (laughs) off. (laughs) (laughs) Was it like, I'm going to remember where it was in a sentence? Nope. That one's out the gate. Definitely gone there. (laughs) You got to add that one to the list now, I guess. Shit. You got to turn 35 few years ago yeah. uh yeah. my knee hurts all the time now interesting <laughs> yeah. stuff like that changes um, my knee hurts i guess we're having weather i guess any any weather at all i uh i don't really have any specific new year's resolutions this year um uh, i'm trying to uh, i don't know i'm not trying to avoid it but uh, i guess i am i just want to i just want to live my life stop making me b- oh <laughs> okay are you talking to me specifically <laughs> Was I doing something? I'm sorry Your face you were like I, I, I would never box you in that hole I would never I put you in a it. corner No I appreciate that No one that, put in a corner You wouldn't No My wife does all the time no. Oh my god That's um, a It's a thing It's just a punishment thing Because I misspoke mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. You know when your wife Doesn't speak to you But you speak out of turn you, you weren't spoken to first So like You don't get any food For a few days And she puts you in a locked room yeah. And what sucks is that you only spoke because you were apologizing for walking uh, equal to her pace. That's right. And you, your place is actually two steps behind at all times. Right. And uh, sometimes it's just, you forget. She like stopped to uh, uh, kick something off of her shoe real quick. Right. And then you, you know, get right up there, nose to nose, and you're just like, oh, sorry. And then that's enough. Next thing you know, you catch a fresh one across the eyes. That's right. So, As it should mm-hmm. be. Yep. and then you have to tell everyone. Oh no! Is I was getting ready for my my raccoon cosplay. Right, um, it's coming up. I mean, it's almost Arbor Day, mm-hmm. and here in the states, and we got <laughs> to dress states. like raccoons so we can climb up the trees and then we hide yep. eggs in the trees, and that's so and they, the Pope doesn't come down and yep. get them. And then if the Pope comes by with this Pope mobile and he's got one of those little like. Uh, like claw pincher doodads that you can like, you can, you know, you can like yeah, I s- it, yeah. snake out a, a screw from underneath a, a plank board porch. Uh, he's got one of those. He can pluck them from the tree. So if the raccoon's not uh, far enough from the tree, hiding his eggs, he's going to come by and he's going <laughs> like, Oh, I got your egg. Put Wait. it in my hat. He says, Pope, 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 Pope. <laughs> there it is. And little known fact about that mobile mm-hmm. that he drives around in, you know, it's just like a big glass dome and mm-hmm. uh, much like those children's toys that you, you know, like the pop, they have like little balls inside when it rolls, like yes. pop, pop, pop. Mm-hmm. That's what happens with the eggs inside. That's how he gets them. They, he's just wheeling right. around, just popping eggs all around him. And right. uh, that's yeah. why the, they call it the Pop and Egg mobile. That's why. That's why people, a lot of people don't understand that. Right. A lot of people don't know. That's You can it look it up from. on Wikipedia and you have to read through so <laughs> many articles. It's like, guys, just get to the point. Yeah. Like, have a, a summary up at the very top. Like, basically, here's what it is. And then, like, here, for further details, keep reading below this box. And then they don't do that. So they, they make you read all the way to the bottom. And if you start at the bottom, <laughs> that's uh, the Pope gets mad at you and you can't compete right. to be a raccoon for that year for Arbor Exactly. Day. Basically, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's a fucked up system, but I don't make the rules. I will enforce them. Brent and I are just mentioning this all now because we have a new series coming out. We're starting our first YouTube channel and yeah. series. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, 15 part. Uh, they're all an hour and a half long at this point. Um, yeah, just very uh, short. Uh, just blowing up this this whole endeavor. Uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. an expose um, about the egg cartels and, and the popes. And mm-hmm. um, there's a case called- involved yeah it's called pope dimick and i hope you all <laughs> tune in to check it out again it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna blow the doors right off this fucking thing you know yeah i feel like <laughs> there's more we could do with that we can I tell like, people but i don't yeah. know if we wanna, you know,
1: I I mean, want to i don't want to
0: reveal too much yeah yeah i think that's a nice little teaser for what it is okay good 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 uh like Me vatican too. city just doesn't know what it's <laughs> This guy coming its way, you know, quaking in its boots. a little like silver booties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So look out. 15, yeah. 15 part series coming next year, coming this year. Yeah. I got yes. to 20, yeah. stop doing that. Yeah. Got to stop doing that. Well, um, yeah. So we can get into the main topic, I suppose. I know this will be a short episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's partly because, you know, that was still kind of the holidays and uh, you were sick and um, yeah honestly it's just late and i i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to talk for three hours right if if i was just able to talk to you for three hours i'd be cool but then i have to edit it afterwards and that's i don't know who decided that but that's dumb but (laughs) but since we do that we try to make it nice for everybody Mm -hmm. uh yeah did you want to get into some gremlins two talk well let me let me float this idea by you and the listeners um listeners um can you guys just edit this yourselves Can you guys just do it? Mm. We'll we'll do the recording part. right? You guys, I don't know, piece it together. Ooh, it's like Lego. It is like Lego, yeah. I mean, for us, it's like like Duplo. It's like stupid Duplo. (laughs) Stupid Duplo. (laughs) From the makers of (laughs) (laughs) T-Patch. I look forward to, to the day we can release our Stuplos to the world. Um, me too, me too. There's only, there's only two things that click together. There's nine pages of instructions. Good luck. Britton. I don't yes. know how to read or write, so. Yeah, and they're all in the language that you don't speak, but That's like right. three <laughs> times worse. It's so like, you think you don't speak a lingu- language, but like, imagine this. Like, I mean, I've heard of Klingon, but I thought it was just a Star Trek thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize they were making instructions in the Klingon. I, I guess yeah. I have to learn. This is like Foghorn Leghorn Klingon? What? what? <laughs> no. I say, I say, I say. It's <laughs> a good sound. Well, uh-huh. um, yeah, Gremlins 2, the new batch. Uh, Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I was listening to this version of the theme, right? Uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's not quite as like wah wah y as before. It takes a second to. I was like, and then all the wah came in. Here we go. Oh, I love it. This just sounds like a score, really. You know, it was like a, a room full of people, whereas yeah. the original score sounded a bit more like somebody fucking around on a, uh, a couple of keyboards. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was way more synth, yeah. synth-like. Yeah. But uh, Jerry Goldsmith, back on the ones Can, and twos. Yeah, came back. Rocking the bells for this one. <laughs> what if we went through every person in the orchestra? Oh, yeah, we got uh, Jerry Goldsmith on the bells here. Oh, wow, <laughs> listen to that. Samantha Morrison, whoa, coming big oh on the my tuba. <laughs> Jamin Hansu on the triangle, wow. I didn't realize he he worked in an orchestra before. That's interesting, oh. and now he's a star. Oh. No, yeah, no. they're just like us.
1: Um, I do I do
0: still like this this score a lot though. It's very it's very fun. Uh, it's very Gremlins. It makes me think of I'm sure what Jerry Goldsmith has done. He's done a bunch of stuff, but uh, it makes me think of like Pee Wee sort of. You know, just like fun, quirky 80s kind of stuff. Oh, um, yeah. And he returned like, from the first movie for this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know that I was reading about this movie after rewatching the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I, was, I was kind of blown away by some of the, uh, the information that I, I came mm-hmm. across there. But, uh, Beyond that, yeah, I mean, we can just definitely get into it if you like. Let's fucking do it. Let's um, go. Well, yeah, I will. Uh, I'll give you some of the rundown from um, you know the the people involved in this movie first off because we had some returning people, we had some some new people. So this uh, this movie brought back the director Joe Dante, who did the first movie. From what I was reading about this on uh, the incomparable Wikipedia. Uh, It said that he didn't want to be back for this. The first movie came out in 1984. Gremlins 2 came out in 1990, uh, which is a long time uh, for a sequel to come out, especially like I'm surprised like they would have greenlit that way faster. Uh, Apparently they kind of wanted to, but they couldn't find a director involved. He didn't really want to do it at first. The first one was kind of a mess and he was kind of glad to be done with it. But then uh, when they kept wanting him, he was able to get them to uh, confirm for him that he would have final cut. On this movie and get to do whatever oh. he wanted. And they tripled the budget from the first movie. Hmm. Okay. And uh, and it's an interesting thing. It's not my favorite. I, I will say up front that Gremlins is way more my thing than Gremlins 2. But man, they're just together together. And just the fact that they were made at all is just kind of a, a wild ride, and uh, and definitely like nostalgia for me. So um, yeah. I liked Gremlins too. I really loved Gremlins. Amanda watched this with me, my wife as well. She had not seen. We found out during that yes. watching she had not seen Gremlins, mm-hmm. so obviously she had not seen this. The only thing we had watched was the Keen Peel sketch we'd mentioned last week about the. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all in the movie. They yes. joke about everything crazy in this one, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'll get back to some of the cast and stuff in a second, but, uh, Joe Dante coming back for this. He's one of my favorite like genre directors of the eighties, uh, always does the, the fun, quirky, you know, cool horror comedy stuff. So, so glad to see him again in this. And uh, general thoughts for you going in? I, I assume you knew this movie as well as the first one, sort of? Yes. I, I saw this movie in theaters when it came out. I what? remember my dad taking me to see this and it blowing my mind. <laughs> the whole Hogan part, you know, where it was the first time I had ever seen anything meta like that. Mm. I know the the Leonard Moulton <laughs> part is before that where he's talking about uh, reviewing Gremlins and the Gremlins attack him or whatever, but and you were uh, big the part, head, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. followed him early right. on. Early on, <laughs> I would go into like daycare. I'd be like, guys, you, you hear about this? I don't know. why I'm trying to do voices. My throat hurts already. Um, but I, uh, I remember the... seeing the uh, the the Hulk mm. Hogan part, and it yeah. blew my mind that one Hulk Hogan was in it, and two, I'd never seen anything like that before, where there's just breaking the fourth wall, right. and it was just all for a joke. The Gremlins are doing shadow puppets on the film, uh, or the, the the screen. Right. And, uh, yeah, it was just in, insane. And to watch it now, it still blows my mind. I can, <laughs> right. like, transport myself <laughs> back to that yeah. time. And also, when I was going through the, the soundtrack for Gremlins 2, the new batch, Ooh. I saw that one of the titles for one of the tracks is Teenage Mutant Gremlins. I was like, ah. what? And that reminded me that also in 1990 was the first live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, um, came out in 1990 as well. So mm-hmm. uh, this was a big year for me. Potentially oh, the biggest big. year of my life. I, right. I, really, <laughs> I really capped out at eight years old here. Oh, and uh, Yeah, it was, it was just a, a wild time to be alive. I'm trying to look back to see what else uh, Jerry Goldsmith had done to see if uh, mm-hmm. like Ninja Turtles, you know, was was in that realm as well, because um, I don't I remember all the stuff he had done. He's done tons, tons and tons of stuff, but it uh, doesn't look like he did Ninja Turtles. He did the Burbs. I'd mentioned that another Joe Dante movie that my wife and I love. Um, mm-hmm. And then notably for this one, I had also read that there's a, one of my the, the biggest moment, actually, I would say or, or this whole movie that I remembered was Gizmo as Rambo um yeah i remembered that like that look and him like building that like crossbow or bow and arrow whatever like so Mm -hmm. so well as a kid um and then it it turned out that uh there's a a segment of that part where it's gizmo's theme but done in the style of rambo because jerry goldsmith (laughs) also did rambo so he was able to do both and i'm like well that's fucking cool um so just those little details like that like stuff i just don't know that the studios would allow today sort of thing you know like the fact that they Mm -hmm. even like could get the same guy. I don't know the same guy, the same studios involved. You know, do all that kind of crazy stuff was pretty rad. So, um, but I definitely like his his stuff in general, and uh, and Gremlins Two is no exception. Yeah, it has a fun bounce to it. It's quirky, but it also is like interesting, and it it almost reminds me of a uh, 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 fucking goddamn it. Uh, Ooh, I love a fucking goddamn oh, it. Fuck, you what get one his of those name? like greasy Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman yeah. is what I was trying to connect to. Right, right, right. Same thing, yeah. yeah, which I think he might have been like Pee Wees. It's like he, uh, they both have like a quirky, fun, fun house sort of vibe to like yeah. a lot of the music. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine like John Williams doing the score for this, you know? Um, even though he collaborates with a lot of the same people a lot, it feels yeah. feels different. needs something different. Maybe like a Han Zimmerman um, could fill in. What about a, um, God, I was going to say an Alan something. Silvestri. How about a, um, no not gonna work either what a well uh-huh but you could what about all right go with me mm-hmm. on this or a second great ones okay. to the new batch trent resner okay. and atticus ross let's do this you're thinking it too. i i am yep you were mm. already there that's pretty good mm. um old town road <laughs> yeah, for yeah, 90 minutes <laughs> Uh This one who brought in a new writer. Chris Columbus was not brought back on to do a rewrite for this. Um, Charles S. Discovering Haas. the new world. Quote unquote. Yeah, that's real cool, dude. It's whole fucking wow. thing, man. Like, you're so cool. Yeah. You know, you just mm-hmm. get on a boat like he just uh-huh. has access to a boat. Like, that's all that shows me. You know? Yeah. It's like, where were you on Epstein's helicopter? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not, even, not even a plane at this point. It's a helicopter. Yeah. It's the like one that parasol. goes to the Jurassic Park Island. Hello. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Charles S. Haas was the writer of this one. He didn't do a, a ton of stuff. He did a few things from like the 80s and 90s that. Uh, yeah, but not, not a ton of stuff. Uh, didn't seem like this was going to be his calling card necessarily. It uh, did not do as well as the first one, uh, but it's become, you know, a big hit since then or whatever. But um, for people returning, uh, Zach Galligan came back as Billy. Now I gotta check names is Billy Phoebe Cates as Kate um, John Glover uh, came in as Daniel Clamp I like that dude because he's in uh, Scrooged as well where he also plays sort oh. of a TV douche character and that's yeah, really I remember, all I know him from yeah I remember seeing his face all over the place when hmm. I was younger but it's probably because I watched the same like handful of movies that right, he just happened right. to be in back in the day <laughs> and was he in hmm. Ghostbusters? no hmm. that's a different guy I think like I know you are talking about in Ghostbusters. Uh, I feel like that dude is a Die Hard. Okay, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But um, yeah, this one, this guy, I don't remember him. He was in Robocop 2. That was one of the ones you did, right? Robocop? Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. He was a Magnavolt salesman, so I'm not sure you're getting much out of that. But, um, but yeah, uh, he was in Batman and Robin. I do feel like I remember him from that okay but right. anyway yeah he's in he's in, like in a few things uh, i just know him mostly from scrooge but he plays that like yuppie prick really well and uh yeah. in both of these um and i love in in this one uh, daniel clamp his his whole thing like clamp enterprises or whatever it is mm-hmm. it's like literally clamping the world down it's like squeezing us out for our money and i i just i love it so much uh when you're reading about this movie and you and you kind of just realize like how crazy it is it's it's not just a sequel it is joe dante he wanted to skewer sequels with his and, and including his first movie gremlins. Like he right. wanted to do that one and make fun of it in this one. So they talk about merchandising, the Linder Moulton and his segment talk, like he holds up a VHS of the first movie and then they like beat him to shit. Cause he's like bad mouthing and stuff. Like they're very, very mm-hmm. tongue in cheek and uh, it's almost like ahead of its time, right? Like it's, it's like Wes Craven's scream or new nightmare, but way before that. Uh, and yeah, that, that's kind of interesting too. One of my notes is like, Wow, so they really memified this movie right. and the the previous movie back in the early i guess like mid eighties right early nineties mm-hmm. I was like, wow, yeah, they really did it because again, going back to the Kim Peel sketch, oh yeah Let's the, talk about the that. idea of of uh, everybody around that you know boardroom table in that sketch, yeah, you know, picks a gremlin. You just like say a noun and a gremlin afterward. Right. And that's that's one of the the the, the featured gremlins, and um, that's kind of the joke about it. And then I I uh, pulled it up on YouTube to see what information was out there with Joe Dante in <laughs> mm. Gremlins Two. And one of the uh, videos related to the key and peel sketch was uh, some guy who over zoom was interviewing joe dante and he asked him if he saw the key peel sketch and oh, what yeah? he thought of it and he said yes i have and yeah that's pretty accurate about how it went <laughs> down it was like a minute long he was like oh okay that's very straightforward there so he's yeah. like there's less cocaine in that skit than i remember in right. my life mm-hmm. i remember yeah. piles piles of it you know but uh, otherwise pretty accurate yeah, <laughs> in that clip he sneezed and you saw some old, like powder <laughs> shake out of his hair uh when i was reading about this they talked about uh rick baker came in to do the creature effects and i honestly don't even have the first movie up right now i just have the first one but um i'm not sure who did uh like who created the first creature effects on there from like the first movie oh yeah man i, I for whatever reason i thought it was like jim henson's company yeah i wonder I, maybe not. I'm, Try, I'm desperately trying to look at them right now, okay. real quick, but um, but yeah, yeah I, he, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I was gonna say that I thought the uh, the the way all of the Mogwai and the gremlins looked in this movie, uh, they leveled up a bit, mm. but I couldn't quite put my finger on how just that they looked more distinct from each other at all times. And this one? Whereas, yes, yeah, yeah the yeah. first one. Uh, gizmo and then the uh, the little like clones that he spawns off when uh, they're in mogwai form they all kind of like generally look the same whereas mm-hmm. this one they all have different facial structures and uh, that gets morphed over into when uh, they go from mogwais to gremlins proper <laughs> the proper gremlins, <laughs> gremlins <laughs> esquire um, uh, which I, I like I like that attention to to detail yeah that, so that was one of the things. Uh, the I doesn't say a company, but the the first person that created the gremlin like look is Chris Wallace, and he was a uh, I'm reading about him now. He won an Academy Award for The Fly, his work on The Fly, and he did special effects for Arachnophobia, so definitely ones that I like. Um, he ended up leaving the second movie because he went to become a filmmaker. He did like a just a handful of like directed movies, Tales from the Crypt episode, The Fly two and like one other movie. So he was trying to make it that way. But um, uh, Rick Baker, who is a legendary creature effects guy from the eighties and stuff, uh, stepped in for this. He didn't want to at first because he had, he didn't want to like fall in someone else's shoes. He didn't want to just like create creatures someone else had created, but they were like, no, you can do whatever. So they were allowed to do that. They were able to like change the creature design. Um, Like even like uh, gizmo's creature design. They said he, he was a little bit bigger. He was maybe looked a little less real, but he could emote more. Based on the yeah. uh, changes they were able to make, and then um, for each of like the Mugway that that spawn or the Gremlins that spawn from him, they all had like individual looks and personalities and stuff, and uh, and I thought it showed it was cool. Um, I think like the first one I mean it's 80s special effects there's like stop motion usage there's a lot of puppetry and stuff it's charmingly bad uh and exceedingly great depending on how you know you look at it uh mm-hmm. i think either way it's got a, a nice charm to it but uh i still think it it, it mostly looks great and uh yeah. and i just i just like the look of the 80s kind of puppet work you know yeah and if you're enjoying the film enough you're willing to kind of look past some of those blemishes with the special effects so uh you know it's it just works for what it is I, I, i'm not saying that uh, I'm fully under the belief that it's a you know living creature. I could tell that there's you know sometimes you see the little like black outline around the the gremlins or whatever like especially the like bat gremlin or whatever, right. but uh, it works as you're watching the movie you just kind of get absorbed into the the scene. you could see the uh, maybe with a um, Our knowledge of how movies are made, just being uh, able to access information Mm -hmm. about how this this stuff is done uh, via YouTube or whatever other channels online. um, We can kind of piece that together, but when it all comes down to it, if you're enjoying yourself watching the movie, you can maybe notice those things, but it doesn't necessarily take you out of the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, I think it enhances it if you grew up with it. And then uh, hopefully if you're new to it, like this is still one of those movies I'd be curious to get like a Gen Z, uh, you know, like view on, see what they think or like any of our friends with like kids, you know, that would show their kids the movies they grew up on and stuff. Mm -hmm. These feel like movies that kids would still be into because they're just so weird and quirky and violent you know yeah uh like looney tunes come to life which is another part of this is oh, that wow this movie starts with a looney tunes cartoon and i was really confused um i knew that some movies from our youth started that way but i didn't mm-hmm. remember this one and then it, it gets kind of like funky and stuff uh but yeah i was reading about that like why they start with these looney tunes cartoons and essentially again it was joe dante the director winking at the audience saying like this is gonna be like silly and this is exactly like we're making a live action version of this type of movie kind of get into it and Mm -hmm. um and i think that was fun in the end um there was even apparently like like you mentioned too there's a part where the gremlins make like puppets on screen like light puppets shadow puppets on screen because uh the footage is like like the film reel itself is like split and so they do that and, like, the movie stops. Um, they, like, change that in a movie version where it's, like, a VHS tape gets messed up and John Wayne is there instead. Like, I was like, there's different versions um, of this? Yeah, I watched that on uh, YouTube. you can watch that if you, if you just watch it on... Um, I watched this on Max, uh-huh. and uh, it has the Hulk Hogan version of it, so it's the, uh, the theatrical version of it. But, yeah, if you bought this on VHS or rented it from the video store back in the day, instead of it being a, a theater scene with Hulk Hogan... Right. You got uh, the gremlins fucking up your uh, VCR player, essentially, and uh, it cuts to this like news footage, and uh, eventually it gets to a um, like a, a shootout between some gremlins <laughs> in an old vest attire <laughs> and John Wayne, and then there's uh, somebody like doing John Wayne's voice interacting with the mm-hmm. gremlins, and I heard eventually that. there's a shootout, and uh, the three gremlins uh, all get got by uh, by John Wayne and uh, uh, there was a, I guess like interspersed in that was the only other version of gremlins I'm aware of and like uh, potentially my first interaction with any type of gremlin creature was this old Bugs Bunny cartoon with these little like gremlin hmm. characters. Oh uh, i heard about it, that yeah. You've never seen it? I've never seen it. Okay. I. It's like one of the first cartoons I remember hmm. uh, from my youth is watching this Bugs Bunny cartoon and it has him like uh, flying in an airplane and this gremlin comes out and just starts taking these bolts out. But the gremlins look like ah. kind of silly cartoony little characters. They've got like wings, like uh, airplane wings on their head or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Like, yeah. Um, almost like ears. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Far different from the gremlins in this movie. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I remember that from my youth. I, I watched that. Uh, it was like a Bugs Bunny, like best of Bugs Bunny VHS that I'm sure one of my family members got from a dollar store on disc, oh hell yeah, baby! Uh, but and I watched the shit out of it. Every time you watch that, it was like, "That's just one penny, baby. Let's just make this last." You know? <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> um, I had heard about this, but I didn't. I didn't actually watch it, and I don't remember this creature design when I'm looking it up right here from from Looney Tunes. Uh, but I do love the idea uh, when I was reading about Gremlins, the first movie, and they were talking about how the idea first sprung up for chris columbus and stuff when he was writing it and they were talking about it it stems from like uh like 1940s world war ii era pilots um saying that they were like creatures that used to get in their machines and like fuck things up get in their planes whatever and uh and then it's it's like one of those things i i love that spielberg is in the world that in in whatever way that he's helped shape how stories have unfolded because uh Mm -hmm. you know we had like he had like ideas For like malevolent aliens attacking a family and then that gets split up between like Close Encounters and Poltergeist. And now you have like two master class movies that are amazing to watch. And then on this as well, it's like you had uh, Twilight Zone coming out, like the Twilight Zone the movie uh, in the 80s as well that Spielberg was attached to. And you, you have like the gremlins on the plane like attacking them. And then you also have like these kind of cute and cuddly Mogwai gremlins. Like you get you get all kinds of things uh from the same kind of lore. And uh it's just fun, like that's like a modern, you know, modern lore. It's uh, a modern horror story and then but now you can have like cute little gremlins and Phoebe Cates, so Yeah. Win win, baby. Absolutely win win. Win win now now. Speaking Damn of now straight. now and the time period Speaking of this of movie, now, now. Steven, <laughs> I can confirm with all certainty uh-huh that Gremlins 2, the new batch is definitely not a Christmas movie. So, Dave Roberts, wow. hey, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate wow, you, you, you contributing. Him out? Yeah, I am, of Damn. course. Uh, but I only do this out of love because um, he needs to be corrected. And oh, okay. if there's one thing that men on the internet love to do is to correct people <laughs> and but, be corrected. And, no, no. Oh. <laughs> don't correct me, Stephen. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. Uh, but no, this is not a Christmas movie at all. But I, I was watching it back. I was like, maybe I missed something, but it doesn't appear to be uh, anything related to that. The first one definitely a Christmas movie. But hey, you know, if Dave likes kicking this on at Christmas time, I'm not going to stop him. You know, because I physically I can't. If I could, I would definitely do that. Because <laughs> but I'm that I can't type afford of to go to England. <laughs> exactly. He lives in a town that has my name in it. I feel like I should be the king of that fucking place. You know. It's, i it should be something that he should be Listen, allowed to do. I'm on your side man. Yeah. Uh I don't like I don't like putting our fl- our friends in blast, but you should yeah. also be a king. So Exactly, you know. You what know. if he could? So damn straight. Mm-hmm. That's right. um, I I did I didn't try to pay attention to that as well. I I would chalk it up to if you were watching these as a kid, you might watch them back to back and if one's a Christmas movie, the other's a Christmas movie. So <laughs> Steven, I appreciate you bringing this back. Um, mm. That was the reason I brought this up specifically, is because there was a time, and David mentioned this on an episode of Eerie International years ago, uh, when they talked about these two movies. Uh, the first and only Gremlins movie that Dave had ever seen was Gremlins 2, the new batch, up until like, I don't know, twenty what? seventeen, eighteen, 18, something oh like that. Oh my God. And he hadn't watched the first one until they discussed it on the show. And uh, what a, a Man, that wild... That's that's a wild trip. Like it, if you watch these back to back, and especially as an adult, it really it doesn't get too bonkers until like the last forty seven minutes of this movie. That's where they start like taking chemicals and all this shit. Right. But watching this through, you know, my current eyes, all four Mm -hmm. of them, I was able to see. Oh, okay. So the director knows what he's doing. He's in on the joke, and he's just watching us kind of have this weird reaction to this movie. He's like, look, they gave me fucking money for this. This is what I wanted to do. They tried making it elsewhere. Couldn't do it. They brought it to me. I was like, okay, let's get fucking weird, dude. I love it. And, um, I love that he went for it. Like it's, it's incredible. Like you had mentioned before Mm. that you're, uh, so impressed that these movies exist. I would say specifically that gremlins Two exists. This is like a, it's, this is wild. Warner brothers. Didn't have to do this. Right. They they were essentially they were like, hey, take the uh, the property that you just made and people love, you mm-hmm. know, gremlins. We want to make a sequel to it. Also, um, throw some Looney Tunes energy into it. What do you say? Why not? How about that? That not only that, they chased that director down for six years to get him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I just feel like any other I don't know. That's the thing about the 80s. The fact this was made at all. The fact that they made a sequel. But then the fact that they didn't make like six, like that we don't have like tons of like terrible direct to DVD or direct to to VHS sequels from like the 90s, uh, it's kind of a miracle unto itself as well. I thought about this and I was like, oh, well, the only reason that hasn't happened is because they already got to all the sequels in this movie. (laughs) They're like, we definitely wanted to do the female Gremlin for the third one. Well, we already did that in the second one. Uh, And then after that, we're going to do, obviously, Spider Gremlin. That's been done. (laughs) Bat Gremlin after that, uh, probably tying to a Batman movie around that time. That's checked off the list you know you keep going further down the road by the time you get to like the mental thought of should we make a gremlin seven it's like yeah we already did the fucking vegetable we're on it yeah he's in the salad bar (laughs) he done been got you know what else is there he's in the movie he's in the movie damn man right there speaking of who's in the movie as well um is dick miller came back the uh, dick miller this was the the neighbor the racist neighbor from the first movie, who uh, is now traumatized by gremlins, he and his wife. Uh, I, I was so confused in this last time because I couldn't remember if he died. I was like, I know he comes back, but maybe he's a whole different character, but he didn't. Uh, they just survived, apparently. I, I, wanna, I wanna put this out there in defense of racists, and this is me, the brown <laughs> one, talking. Is he, is he racist? Because I Let feel like, he's just, I, I feel like he's just simply xenophobic. You know, he just doesn't like anything that's non American that's just like where his his mind is but he maybe went through some stuff back in the day i'm not saying that's good i'm just saying like in this movie he's he's bitching about the russians and honestly in in this time in 2024 aren't we all kind of bitching about the russians aren't we all well when you put it that way yeah he is he is most definitely xenophobic yes um he is not a xenomorph as i first looked at no and honestly he he may have loved xena we don't, don't know. know. We didn't get that far in the timeline. <laughs> we're not sure if he likes Kid Rock. We're not sure if he likes Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, right, we're not sure right. where he stands on those things. We're right. not sure where he was on January sixth. <laughs> <We, laughs> but we kind of know. But we're not going <laughs> to we're not going to pull too hard on that thread. <laughs> I'm just saying you're right. Xenophobic is a much better term for what he is, given what we've yeah. seen. However, I would say that where where xenophobic smoke is. There's racist fire. Look, I'm just saying, if (laughs) you, the listener, want to yourself Google Futterman insurrection January 6th, whatever you see is what you see there. Right. That's on you and and your several gods. There's one person we know is definitely not a January 6th, though. Yeah. Uh, He was also in this movie, and uh, the only reason he wasn't is because he died June 7th, 2015. (laughs) Wow. And that is one Mr. Christopher Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Christopher Lee is in this movie, uh, and he has the best name, Dr. Cushing Catheter. Oh, I loved his last name. I, I thought I, Brent has got to love this. Oh, how have I never <laughs> picked up on that? I didn't pick I know. up on Brent in the first movie. I didn't pick up on mm. Catheter until this rewatch. Yeah. I, you know, I, I feel like I just don't rewatch movies as often as I think I do in my head. Mm. But, you know, stuff like this is, it's yeah absolutely i can't wait to watch this one again here in seven years like hey there's a guy named after a pea straw (laughs) Oops. (laughs) uh he brings a little gravitas toward this apparently he was he was trying to you know lean into the comedic part of it but then they were like no 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 no, it's comedic because you're scary and you know this 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 hammer horror guy from way back and everything so uh it was cool to see him i totally forgot he was in this movie and uh it's fun um he is definitely not the scariest thing in this movie. I think that goes to the uh, either the spider gremlin, which is the one that freaked me out the most. Um, and you thought I might say the lady gremlin, but you know what I like, Greta. Greta, I, sh- I heard I her she used name to be is called. Yes, yeah. yeah. They they called her a different name. Someone was they were I guess going back and forth online of what people have called her because they uh, you know. Like you said, they made like seven sequels in this. Uh and they had different versions for each person and everything. But there was one, um God, they called her like a Gremlina instead of like a Gremlin, a Gremlina. Like they just added right. an and I liked that. But yeah, Greta Greta Gremlina, something like that. <laughs> the only reason I know her name is Greta, and this is true is uh-huh. because my wife and I we went to a spirit Halloween store two Halloweens ago, so twenty twenty-two, I guess it would have been. <laughs> And I came across a uh, a Greta, like a sexy Greta Halloween costume. And I was like, Oh, this is great. I'm gonna take a picture of this and send it to Steven. And I didn't do it that night, so I was like, Oh, okay, that's cool. I'll just I'll send it to him whenever we record tomorrow. Uh-huh. And I never did it. This and was then, two years ago. This was two years ago. And I was Every once in a while, I'll scroll like way too far back on my phone looking for something, and I'll come across this picture—oh my god!—this sexy Greta Halloween costume, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I need to send this to Steven, but I I simply have not yet. Brent, I haven't jerked off in two years. I need oh some more material, man. You gotta well, send Steven, this to me. You're in luck because uh, I don't know <laughs> if you know about Rule Thirty Four or not, but yeah, <laughs> uh, if it exists, there's porn of it. So again listener after you're done googling footerman insurrection stuff mm-hmm. google greta rule 34 whatever happens is between you your phone and your hand <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> putting it out there she's you putting it to, out there you might have to specify greta the gremlin or whatever but uh right you do what you gotta do you get there yeah you cross that finish line baby was right um yeah, uh, they had lots of different designs for this one. Uh, did the spider one do anything for you? That one really freaked like, me out. Sexually? Either way, man. I mean... Um, I think you like tentacle porn. Well, the spider one in particular, I made a note about this. Oh, yeah. Because, wait, would you sneak in a tentacle porn <laughs> thing? <laughs> you think I'm a hentai hibber? Jeez, son of a <laughs> you bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, no, the, the spider scene stood out to me because steven i don't know if you know this about me but i'm very particular about Mm -hmm. metal the music genre in any movie because oh yeah most of the time honestly they get it wrong it's always Uh just like some like fake sounding shit it just sounds inauthentic to me but when that gremlin drinks the spider serum i heard some Mm -hmm. music in the background i'm like oh wow this wow this actually sounds pretty this sounds pretty legit i'm uh, kind of impressed by what I'm hearing then uh, he takes a swig of that serum disappears behind the wall and then you just see the shadow and you see the legs uh, start to protrude from the shadow of the gremlin mm-mm. and the music picks up so you hear gross. some double bass I'm like oh shit this, <laughs> this shit is slamming I wonder what this is it wasn't until after the fact that I looked it up Steven it's fucking Slayer Whoa. angel of death frame uh, rain and blood so holy shit Have I you was super impressed by that since like do you, is it on your rotation now Oh yeah, I know this song. I, oh, okay. I couldn't well, I'm believe just saying, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took me a second. I was like, "Wow, this is you're like huh. oh, I actually know this one. It's not like I, mall metal. Yeah, like uh, um, in a fucking goddamn it. What is it? Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. There's a lot of music <laughs> in there that it sounds like it should be metal, but it's just like what people who don't listen to metal think is metal. You know." Mm and that's one of the reasons it's a real piece of shit but uh <laughs> beyond that <laughs> beyond that uh like ace ventura the first ace ventura movie uh-huh. which is just full of like cancel cancelable shit right okay right. we're all just gonna put it out there it was fun in my youth now i'm just like okay this was this was wrong you're like i don't I'm watch it like, now no i watched so it like 90 times Yeah, on the next episode of el <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, at the beginning of that movie, it has like, I think it's like Cannibal Corpse or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like legit death metal, and it sounds good. Like it sounds like what it should sound like. Right, right, right. I if love you're your gonna, description of it. Yeah, it's that it's just, it's just, it's not right. Yeah, if you're going to do it, just do it all the way. Right. And just call it good. If you're going to thrash, thrash or Slayer. Is that? Absolutely. Yeah. Is that, is that what the t shirt would say? <laughs> That's what the, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> What was the person that we inv- maybe that was the outtakes or whatever? Yeah. We like, inadvert- invented a person? Like, oh, yeah, mind. was that where they would go? Yeah, TJ. If, if you're gonna thrash, TJ Gurgles. You're gonna thrash, thrash. Who Slayer? Got milk? Wait, what? What kind of weird, confused advertising is this? I'm Casey Kasem. No, you're not. No, you're TJ i'm tj mcgillicuddy no yeah it's mcgurgles mcgurgles I'm whatever sorry. you want <laughs> i'm shaggy the dog boy wait i mean kind of wait huh Oops. you can't beat both um, um mm. so uh mr wing is in the movie uh Indeed. very briefly um like you had mentioned on the last episode you were kind of curious about how gizmo and billy reunite and right. i uh i was too i forgot all about that part i just yeah. know they they did he, they show up, and they reunite, and then uh, we all have a good time. Uh, bada bing, bada about it. Yeah. But Mr. Wing's there, um, and then... And then uh, he's not. He's not. He dies, but, like, off screen. And I'm like... So rude. So did Clamp have him, like, yacked? I like or did he? Or did he just die of natural causes, which is how I prefer to think? Mm-hmm. And then poor Gizmo, just sitting in that cage, just mourning the loss of his his friend slash enslaver, or whatever. <laughs> like... That kind of weird, dark relationship, but I feel like he was, Mr. Wing was looking out for him, you know, for yeah. the most part. I um, thought that their relationship, I, I would watch a, an origin movie of oh, him. I was finding, not sure where that was going to go. I heard orange. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I would watch an origin movie of him down in the Studio Ghibli style of him, like Ooh. meeting Mugwai and his like village. I wonder you know, if that's what that, uh, uh, that, uh, Mac series. Uh, I about. wonder. Yeah. We'll Can you go watch one. it and let me know? Uh, yes. Thank you. I'll I'll wait. Okay. Well, while Bryn is away doing that. Log into (laughs) Cinemax.gov. Okay, here we go. We're cooking with gas. Oh, that's not it. Shit. Oh, man. We'll figure it out one other time. Um, I didn't have a lot of notes. And by that, I mean, I had zero notes. Um, it okay. was really just, I was living, living life watching that movie. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Did you have anything specific you wanted to, to touch on as well? I mean, there's a, a few things, you know, we're talking about clamp. He's a combination of Ted Turner and little Donnie Dumbfuck. So, mm. um, I, I kind of like that aspect of it. He is like this corporate guy, but he's not evil. He's got mm. like a different perspective, which I think is refreshing because that's not how I necessarily view you know corporate heads of corporate entities Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, I I, I do like that he is trying to be noble but he's also trying to it's self-serving but also kind of looking out for the little guy in some way shape or form so that's a little bit commendable at the very least Um, he's like I don't know yeah I think (laughs) oh no (laughs) anyway moving (laughs) forward uh the the twin guys the the two twin scientists oh yeah i love those dudes uh dan and don stanton i looked at Oh man that's their names i remember them from terminator 2 and that was one of the like behind the scenes things is how uh that one scene the the t1000 right t1000 right think of that one yeah 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 um he he becomes a clone of the the one mm. guy, and they just simply use twins for that scene. I was like, "Oh, that's movie magic." <laughs> <Right>. use, <laughs> use another guy who looks like the first one in the same scene. Uh, so I, I thought feel that like, was cool. Uh, they don't have a um, they don't have a Wikipedia page. I couldn't look up what else they had been, and yeah. I was I was gonna go try to find them on IMDb because uh, I'm almost positive they are also in like the first um, episode of Eerie in, in uh, Erie in Indiana of where wow. our uh, Erie international friends get their name from yeah i think he they're in the they're in three episodes apparently so oh. they show up a little bit but i think that they uh they play like the same kind of thing it's like they always play like weird adult twins or whatever um but man yeah look at this yeah gremlins to the new batch terminator 2 judgment day in a row baby that's one year apart they were Perfect. living large then they did yeah. Erie and nana Eerie, i can't say that Erie <laughs> and nana why do I keep doing that? <laughs> There's a movie, though, called Mom and Dad Save the World. Have you ever heard of this movie? It's Terry Garr. John Lovitz plays the villain. Oh, no. I think I was thinking I, of a different movie. I need to show you this movie someday, Brent. This movie okay. is one of those, like, again, like, how did this happen? How did this get made sort of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, That's pretty amazing. But they, they're in that one as well. So anyway, I'm just saying I like those dudes. I like when they show up and things. Uh, and we have a new movie to watch this year, baby. Oh, my God. Hell, yeah. I'm in. Um, There's that one scene where Dr. Catheter, uh, he's talking to those twins, and they're like, oh, yeah, we discovered that if we let Gizmo out of the cage, uh, we play some music, he'll dance, he does a little jig or whatever. <laughs> That's right. And Christop- Christopher <laughs> Lee looks annoyed because he's he, he says something to the effect of, like, oh, he likes this music or whatever. Right. And in that scene, you're like, oh, okay, so the scientist doesn't like anything. That's not like Johann Sebastian Bach or some Mm -hmm. ever, whatever. Um, but in real life, Christopher Lee, he's released a few metal albums. I don't know if you know about this. What? If I had a queued up, I would play it, but it's really just Uh him like singing in like a deep timber with some like Scandinavian, like folk metal underneath or whatever, which I thought is a kind of cool. Like this guy had such a wild fucking career. Uh, like, he seems I like a lovely guy. Yeah. I didn't even know about the hammer movie thing until I mm-hmm. uh, reading out on Wikipedia today. And so I'm like, well oh, shit, now I've got like an entry point for oh, some yeah. of that stuff. So that's, that's cool. I missed um, a, lot, a lot of that stuff with him as well. I mostly know him from Lord of the Rings when he was already like a yes. prolific actor, you know, and then came in and it's like, oh, of course. Um, and he's fucking great in that. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really follow a lot of his stuff. I just, when he shows up, it's always a treat, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, he always sounds good. He plays either Sauron or Saruman. Like, why, was... guys, why are we fucking doing this? Call <laughs> one fucking Carl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is it Carl or Coral? Why yeah. are the two of them here? I don't, it's weird. Like, why do you have two R's, J.R.R. Tolkien? Tolkien? Indie Branda. Whatever. None of us easy to say. Eat shit. This is, Stephen, 2024, so we start making enemies starting with just saying the word indiana <laughs> yeah. <we're just laughs> struggling with shit we should know um uh, gizmo learns how to be a badass uh by watching rambo on tv which is consistent with him learning how to drive from watching tv yeah, in the previous movie so look tv is educational it's confirmed mm. in two consecutive gremlin movies tv yeah. helps learn you stuff good you mentioned that last time with Michael Myers learning how to drive from Halloween that he could yeah. could have done it the same way. And now I'm like, man, I really want, to, I want a Halloween movie that is him watching Rambo and getting ideas and building more weapons, <laughs> thinking that he's the hero that people are coming into his house. <laughs> I want a Rambo prequel movie. <laughs> Still played by Sylvester Stallone now. Just don't even touch up the grace just let him be now uh, where he's watching <laughs> Ramblings 2 watching Rambo 1 it's like oh that's how it'll be Rambo oh. oh yeah that's how we do it hey uh, that's pretty sly pretty sly <laughs> <laughs> hey that's Bugs Bugs beginning of this movie hey hey you know another sly he you knows another Sylvester, man. go eat that fucking Tweety Bird's ass. Wait, what? <laughs> that's right, a millennial <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I think we you just t- pitched Gremlins Three, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, first. All right, Warner Brothers. First of all, uh, <laughs> Space Jam Two. Wow, you guys really outdid yourselves. <laughs> Bravo on that one. Slow clap. We'll get to the claps later. Just oh, fill it in God. here. Secondly, uh, what's Sylvester Stallone doing? Because we need him to. Do, we just hard stop on whatever he has going on. Oh, well, he's in Tulsa. Part of it. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's the king. He's the king. He's the king of Tulsa, baby. That's right. Don't need him uh, there. Get him out of there. Bring him here. We need him. That's right. Just give him a, a quick baptism in the uh, fucking Boston Harbor and then, you know, pull him out, throw him oh in, uh, in, in this movie, Grimms 3, as Rambo, the prequel. Bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a buddy cop comedy of him and Gizmo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, man, you, you got a headband. How'd you get my headband, dude? Um, let's see. What else? What else? Whew. Um uh, Kate kicks the flasher gremlin. You know she she Ooh. sees this flasher one from the first movie. The Different gremlin, but you know even right. still, she finally gets her uh, her comeuppance on him. Kicks mm-hmm. him right in the fucking gush. oh the little gremlin gush. You know <laughs> that's a good look. Uh, let's see here. I'm, I'm I'm really flying through these I, again, Stephen. Mm-hmm. I can't stress this enough. Anytime a gremlin wields. Any type of human weaponry, I giggle mm. to myself because it's so fucking funny. Imagine like <laughs> strolling through the Serengeti and then like a lion rolls up on you and you're like, oh shit, this lion's got uh, claws and, and fangs. It's gonna fuck me up. And then it pulls out a gun. <laughs> it pulls out a gun on you and just like shoots you in the face. And you're like, what? You're already dangerous as shit. You yeah, you're gonna do this to me? You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not Kid Rock. This ain't Detroit. Get the gun on my face. <laughs> This lion calls you the N word. You're like, but wait, <laughs> wait this, a second. There's uh, a lot of problems with that lion. This is okay. Hold on. I mean, like, we're in the series. Get like, I get. Okay, I'm just. You know what? This is not my. I'm dead now. This is somebody else figured this out for oh me. Oh my god. It's too much. Too much. Um, and then uh, yeah. Uh, Dean Norris is one of the SWAT mm. team members, mm-hmm. and uh, so we've got another Breaking Bad connection. There you uh, go. In the first movie, uh, we had Mike Erm Trout mm. from uh, Breaking Bad. And we've got, uh, his, uh, Dean Norris, who was, was it, uh, fucking, uh, uh, Heisenberg's, Hank? Hank? Uh, yes, Hank. His, Heisenberg's uh, his brother-in-law. Hank? Heisenberg's yeah. Hank. You know? Yeah, he used to blow his nose on him. Oh. Gross. He was the chief. You know, as someone who recently has been blowing their nose a lot, that's, oh, yeah, um, that, honestly, that's triggering. Is that too close to home? And I'm gonna need you to put a notes app apology out. <laughs> uh in immediately to this i need you to think about it well as someone who also has a lot of dirty tissues around him i will oh. get back to you on that wow how many of them are spunky and how many of them are snotty <laughs> what's the ratio dude did we just what's come the, up with our pop power duo team <laughs> spunky and and snotty spunky and snotty yeah there we go that or uh, we could be like drive time DJs, you know. We got oh, Spunky in the Bug. Hey, uh, I don't know. I, I keep wanting to say Spotty. Spotty, yeah, boy. Oh, yeah, I like this. Spotty. Yeah. Anyway, so you're sporty spice. Yes, I'm basically. Yeah, got I'm, it. I'm very uh, flat chested, but you know, <laughs> I'm the, honestly, I'm one of the better singers, so it's fine. They just they still with it. I don't mean that as a diss. You know, uh, if I'm anything. Not even... <laughs> Yeah, that came out. <laughs> I didn't mean that bad. I'm not even going to lie. The other day, uh, I was scrolling through Reddit, and they've been they've been doing this new thing where they like to suggest subreddits you might like. It's annoying. Like, Instagram will be like, hey, you liked an account one time that was kind of like this. You want more of that. But mm. I did stumble upon one that was oddly entertaining. It was the back of outfits that are very famous. What?
1: And Jerry,
0: really? the redhead of Spice Girls, yeah. you know, she wears that, like, British flag. Like, English oh, flag. Yeah. The Union Jack. The Union Jack dress. You ever seen the back of it? No. I've seen the back of it, man. Oh! <sighs> Guess what? It's the back of a dress. No big deal. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, there were even that things, like shorts or whatever. It was just really yeah. weird. It, like, really messed with my brain to be like, yeah, I know these... the Every every outfit on there was iconic. The the green, like, super plunging one that J-Lo wore years ago to the Oscars. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. uh, Matt Parker, Trey, whatever, one of them had, mm-hmm. like, worn... Uh, it's like, I've never seen the back of that thing. Saw it now. I Fucking mean, crazy. That I would be very interested in seeing the back Go of. Go look it up, guys. You know? oh my Life's goodness. too short. Well, you need to get out there and look at the back so of dresses. Am I, you know? That's just down the pants. <laughs> that's, just, that's just me. That's me You're problem. long where it counts. Well, thank you. No, you're not, but I appreciate toes. the sentiment. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I the first thing that came to mind that would freak you out. Well, you did it. You got it, one uh, or did. Well, uh, f- so for final thoughts, do you have those for this for this year' uh, feature? Yeah, I mean, uh, we see Greta. She comes back in the end. She mm-hmm. dresses in the uh, the wedding dress for Forrester, and then he like slowly, like kind of curls his mouth up and is like, maybe I can get, maybe I can get a little uh, BJ. He's never, this, uh, he's never had one. one. And yep. this uh, gremlin lady, I like to think that sure they had like a, a wild sexual tryst, but then later on he was like, you know, she's she's really kind and um, right. She says she listens to me and understands my problems, and i have just, <laughs> you know, work has really been killer lately. And, right. Uh, it's and nice to job. come home and have those DSLs just waiting for me. You know, it's just uh, <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah uh there's there's some interesting things as uh, if you're a child watching this like i was you know yeah. like you were, you were your your father brought you to this
1: um, <laughs> yep. it's a nice <laughs> sure did. nice
0: father by- <laughs> hey you know what that's there's a lot of shit. 80s uh as you have to put it uh guys getting domed that yes. i think a lot of fathers and sons can bond over you know For some sure. odd questions sure. at least yeah um, and then my, my last note is the, uh, Kate starts to do another one of her ultra dark stories and I couldn't remember this part. So it was like, mm. Oh wow. Is there another one she gets into? But then like Billy cuts totally her off me. and she started to get into it. I'm like, Oh man, this is so fucking funny. Right. So <laughs> honestly, I'm so impressed that this movie got made uh-huh. and I, uh, you know, I applaud Joe Dante for being like, all right, if you're going to give me this money, you're going to give I'm me this much it. free reign to do whatever I want. You're going right. to get a fucking uh me finishing punch lines uh for these characters and then also uh a vegetable gremlin. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Electricity gremlin, bam, it's in there. Hulk, <laughs> bam, it's fucking in there. You know? The a Google Google gremlin. Yeah, yeah, I know. We we would have put the cocaine gremlin in there, but it done got snorted up. oh yeah, he couldn't he didn't last past lunch, no. baby. Exactly. Um Yeah, I would say that overall, I like the first one more. Personally, I have more nostalgia with it and uh, I just like it more. Um, That one has a darker tone. This one has a lighter tone, but it's the one I gravitate towards. Yeah, Um, but they were super fun to watch together. And I haven't seen either of them in such a long time. And Amanda had a blast with both as well um i think we were just so she was so shocked about that first one and she knew kind of to be shocked for the second one if that makes sense so uh-huh. the first one was more of a shock because she was like holy shit they're both just bonkers but um overall i would say just just for that key and peel sketch alone uh this movie is a 10 um that sketch right. is an 11 but um it's it's it makes the movie for me uh, it makes mm-hmm. the revisit worth it it makes all of it so uh, definitely check that out what did Amanda think of this second movie? Like I know she had seen the, the key peel sketch, but what did she think about seeing the actual movie and like, Oh yes. Th- like right. checking <laughs> a list of all the, the crazy yeah. shit. We did watch the sketch right before. So we could like, cause I, I was like, it's not going to spoil it. I, I'm kind of curious that they're all in the movie. So then mm-hmm. one by one, not to all of them, but to most of them, we would kind of be like, Oh, there's electricity g- gremlin. There's googly I gremlin. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. But um, I think she had a lot of fun with it. Um, I think, uh, we were both off this week from Christmas to New Year's. And so, uh, honestly, it, it's like tiring, like kind of just like hanging out, eating food and watching movies. We would kind of forget what day it was. And I think by the time Gremlins 2 rolled around, we were like, yeah, a movie. Like we were just like, cool, kind of kind of out of it. So we just weren't as into the first like the first one we watched, like Christmas Eve or whatever, you know, like right at the start of this break and all that stuff. So um, I would I think this is the crazier movie, but I think she liked the first one better. It seemed um, but I think we would revisit both of them. Like, I don't, I don't know that Gremlins is going to be in my rotation next year. It sounds fun right now, but mm-hmm. you just never know. But, um, like, both of these could be ones I would throw on just to have a, a good, goofy afternoon or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So Yeah. What, about you? what was your, your thoughts on, on both of them? What was your preference or, you know, whatever? <sighs> I mean, I, I feel like they're both solid and they both execute very well what they're intending to do. If you don't know the backstory of *Gremlins 2, whenever you watch it, you're like, da fook? Like, what? Right. What? I'm at, what? What is this? And how? This, this would be such a fun movie to watch with a group of people right. who haven't seen it in a little while or maybe have never seen it and oh, are only familiar with the original one. Honestly, if you're going to be like Dave Roberts and have no context for in, any gremlins movie <laughs> and you just watch <laughs> gremlins 2 by itself that's got to be even more wild you i know? love that um but yeah i I'm i listen to just, see those episodes that I, I love the the pure nonsense that comes from this movie yeah it's just so wildly creative and also like it seems like the movie has a very specific um Tone that it rides about like mm. corporatization and, and, and capitalism and all this stuff, and you see that in this Warner Brothers movie that's a sequel to a profitable movie, but it's also like lampooning itself for that. it's right. a little bit of that uh, fourth matrix movie, uh, in a way, oh, you know? yeah, yeah. This is like the fourth matrix of the Gremlins duology. You're right. I've, yeah, yeah. if it were made in a different era, he definitely would have. He would have been doing a Neo instead of Marambo. He oh, right, would have put yeah. on a, a little trench coat and then like... Oh, no. Whoosh, the oh, bullets. no. We can't. Oh, no. <laughs> bullets, <laughs> trench coats. We can't. Oh, no, 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 no. Oops. We can't do that. <laughs> Mugwai. Yeah, oh, you're but. cute, but no. Yeah. No, oh, let's not. Just, I don't think so. Well, I think this was fun to uh, to both end the year on Gremlins and then start this new year on Gremlins 2. The The new batch, much like this year will Mm -hmm. be a new batch of hopefully good things. Yeah. Moments. Uh, We'll see Mm -hmm. if they're good or not. But um, yeah, I'm glad that we watched this. And uh, I don't think we have plans for next week yet. We have a lot of cool (laughs) stuff planned this year. But yeah, you know, next week uh, we're going to be watching White Chicks, uh, our first inaugural viewing. No, Uh, no, we're going to do it once a month Uh, uh, going forward through 2024. Uh, We're going to watch it till Steven likes it. We all know (laughs) around about nine. Roundabout 9 is where Steven starts Seven. to turn. 7 does it a lot for me too. 7 Okay, but I think it's going to take me at least 20 to like White Chicks. Good god. Okay. I'm going to end up go. watching that with you and I fuck. Weekly. Weekly? Weekly. <laughs> Weekly. Welcome to White Chicks Weekly. <laughs> The WCW? You know, I was, uh, I was naming some of my favorite white actors last week. I was oh, like yeah. uh, um, uh, Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. and uh, Michael Shannon and uh, Peter Dinklage. I should have thrown the, uh, the Wayans brothers on there oh. as well because they oh. were some <laughs> tremendous white chicks. Uh, they they're really great. Uh, I think you'll yeah, they them. look just like white chicks. You're right. Exactly. That's exactly right. what they no look one, like. No one would ever suspect that. No, nope, They don't look scary at all. Not even a little bit. That's the thing. They do look scary. I would say that that would be a fun watch with friends. I think I need to be uh, A, drunk, and B, um, with friends. How about we do this, Stephen? So mm-hmm. you are now an accomplished filmmaker, right? How about we film a scene Sh- at the end? What? yes yeah it's confirmed okay um we film a scene and play that at the like the, a post-credit scene for uh-huh. gremlins to the new batch and one of the gremlins drinks a white chick serum and then it <laughs> just like cuts to whatever scene in white chicks it's going like 20 forward. years later yeah it's, we just <laughs> believe that like now they're white chicks and they're going for that in those makes roles. more sense to me okay Good. From what I understand of the plot, that that does not make sense. But uh, and the, and the real movie, but that does. So I'll I'll give you Great. that. Perfect, perfect. Well, we got it. Uh, come back next week for our first of <laughs> several viewings of White Chicks. Barely. <laughs> no, uh, I I commit to that in the future someday. Okay, but, uh All right. For next Fair week, enough. we'll we'll play by year, and uh, maybe maybe we'll think of something. What do we do? Uh, just a pop culture catch up because I've got some stuff on my list okay, from from a uh, end of last year that I want to discuss right with you. Yeah. And I'm going to watch, uh, I think I'm going to, this is a totally original idea for me. I'm going to watch a trilogy a month. Okay. So oh boy. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> no, I learned my lesson from you. Yes. Yeah. Don't um, do it. Don't yeah, do yeah, it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had a lot of fun doing both the Gremlins movies with you, man. And uh, yeah, it was just it was fun discussions all around. Uh, the fact of showing my wife for the first time, that was a blast. So, oh my God. Um, just led to good times. And uh, I hope everybody had a good holiday season and, and a happy new year. And that the, the rest of this year is big, beautiful, and bright, just like all of you. Absolutely. And, you know, I hope everyone had a safe new year. And I hope that uh, you find it within yourselves to, I don't know, rate us five stars you know Yeah. on whatever podcast app you use probably just you know Apple Podcasts that's, uh-huh. that's gonna be the one where it counts that's, that's the main one but uh yeah I hope you all are excited had a great time listening to this episode indeed did the best we can with what we could honestly indeed wasn't much but we did it and it was done we put it right to bed <laughs> And I I think with that, I think you've said everything that needs to be said, you know. So come back next week, everybody. We're looking forward to it. Until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. This is where it gets real sexy. This is this is when the oh, lotion starts yeah, coming baby. out. You know? I I know I knew exactly what part it was. It's like the first time you see Jessica Rabbit. Oh my god, but like hotter. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, you're definitely gonna go for that nut this time, you know? Yeah. Well, she's mm. lean and green, you know. It's like oh my god! It's like bringing Ninja Turtles with Jessica Rabbit, and that's exactly what we were built this for. This is what I'm saying to you, and this is what <laughs> is the basis for Gremlins Three. Okay, we got Rambo, we got people jacking off in the theater to Gremlin women. It's all good. Where do we cash this check? Oh my god! Let's record on three. One, two, three. Record. Slip it up, drip, drip, flop it up, the flip flap. Oh yeah. my god, Steven's coming into twenty twenty four rapping. You know what this means? It's a rapping Steven. Year of the rapping Steven. You know, sometimes like those uh those Chinese calendars, like the year like the zodiac oh, or whatever, whatever the- it is. It's like year of the snake, year of the <laughs> panther, or whatever the shit. This is the year of the rapping Steven. <laughs> the legend was true. Nobody knew what it meant for decades. You know, right. and then, then yeah. I was born, and then they thought maybe this is the one, but they this weren't the sure one, yeah. until mm-hmm. twenty four rolled around. Yeah, and I dropped Stephen, that your, sick beat. <laughs> I mean, like how <laughs> the fact that you're calling <laughs> rhymes a beat, uh, we may have a problem here. But you know, we're you just going to roll beat. with it. It was a yeah, Okay, it was yeah. Oh, the, I I had the music part of it turned yeah. off. That's your I fault. It, I had it silenced. Um, Steven, how are your, your freestyle skills? Oh. What?
1: <laughs> you know
0: Say no more. Does that ever happen to you? Like in your head, you're like, man, if I ever it was a given the chance, I feel mm-hmm. like I could really just knock it out of the park. And then in the moment, yep. it's just so much pressure, and I just lose I don't even know what how words can rhyme. I'm not even sure that's allowed. Well, Steven, I'll just tell you this. If you stay ready, you never have to get ready. Oh you know? okay I've I've got a little something backed up just in case it should ever Happen, you're ready to yeah. go in case someone walks up and, and throws down in front I of mean, you i mean i feel like I, I i got it covered you know I, I wouldn't call myself a rapper by any means right. but should the need arise i've got a few bars on standby you just never know i think that's smart i think uh yeah. i didn't realize you know like as growing up as a kid you think all kinds of things might be important as an adult like mm-hmm. you know quicksand for instance and oh, then right yeah you, you, you never meet quicksand but you know what you need to do is you need to quickly Mm. stand on your feet sometimes yeah and drop drop some knowledge on some people every once in a while yeah you got a few plates best believe they're gonna get dropped (laughs) you know got any beets yeah those are getting dropped (laughs) yeah oh like the vegetable the tuber oh i'm sorry (laughs) definitely getting dropped yeah Mm -hmm. they're very heavy you have enough of them they're very heavy you uh you do have a DJ name. You ever thought about a rap name if if you were to hit it big from this event? Ooh, this man, this is good. Um, no, I've not. I I just figured I'd show up and be like, hi, right? <laughs> my name's Brett. <laughs> what? It's like Brett but worse. You want you want to hear a few bars? What if you and rap it, you know? as the Batman. Oh my God! What do you think I mean, of that? that I, I, I don't know that, uh, uh, you know, my, my throat is uh, recovering from a, an illness uh, that I perhaps spoke about earlier in the show, but uh, I I don't know that the back signal is working today. I mean, we're recording this on New Year's. I don't want to bother uh, Bruce Wayne. Gotcha. You know, so, whoa, whoa gosh. I, uh, you know, you see that outside, though? They're putting no, your I signal don't. up. Oh, wait, no, that's not. That's a chicken. Is that Fowler? Do they want oh, Fowler. You know, that's the other thing. Is like, you know, it's a it's a major major holiday. I just don't I don't want to bother any of our friends to to stop by. I it's so funny because I had this exact thought. I was like, oh, what if what if Fowler should show up? It's like, nah, he can't. You he know, can't not today. A, yeah, he's, I'm just, you know, he's 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 very busy. I don't, right. Listeners who don't know, his uh, mother's a supermodel. His father's a chicken. So that's that's his entire bit. That's really. his basic life. Yeah. If, if he fry was a a person who was also half chicken that that is Fowler, that's everything you need to know. I feel like i'm I'm accidentally trying to kill you today. that wasn't the well, intent I mean yeah, I mean it, you won't be the first person yeah, so <laughs> may not be the last yeah Look, we're we're recording this on New Year's Day. This episode comes out the following day uh-huh. January second um and uh yeah. Welcome so to we've, it. So we've got just, just a handful of hours standing between us and the successful release of this episode. Oh, God, yeah. You know, it's just, we just want to have a uh, a joyous and eventful release is kind of what we're going for. So <laughs> I feel like it, inviting any other, you know, presences to this episode is going uh-huh. to be detrimental to that. It's so, too much. Yeah. We got enough going on right now. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Sounded like someone would have made an appearance there for a second. But yeah, we don't I don't know. We're not I gonna try not that. to. Yeah, we're not yeah. <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. no, but seriously, I I'm really not meaning to. So nobody nobody make up any new characters. Uh-huh. That's like TJ McGurgles. Yep, we don't want to do that. <laughs> I can feel my throat like changing. It's like it's it's go time. No, it's not. I sure you really not. Not right now. You're like no. Jim Carrey, you can't resist it please somebody stop me i oh, must be stopped you, man. yeah yeah man well i suppose you know he's left like the if, mantle it's open it's ready to go if you want to seize that i know like if if i don't know wolfman jack's son came came to life and right. started like just interrupting the podcast that'd be one thing but you just simply can't can't do it it's right he can't not right Could now be wrong maybe next Look, week it, again we're recording on New Year's Day. Guys, it's a federal holiday. A, a national holiday. Somebody say international yeah. holiday. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's a dateline, I, I guess. can do it. Yeah. Plus, I don't like, I, you know, I don't like calling people. It's just, it's too much. I don't want to send them a text because it's like, it's an right. audio medium. It's not going to show up. You're just going to hear, whoo. That's not very <laughs> exciting. Wow. What if you can mm-hmm. send your own voice along, though? That'd be nice. I, I think that's something that, that could be text it can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop, there it is oh the text okay yeah okay no, thank you yeah but yeah we we didn't get there unfortunately so man it's too I bad mean, um Stephen I mean if like there's anyone you know that you want to invite <laughs> on the show on your end that's, that's the thing that's funny you mentioned that because you're my only friend oh, I don't know anybody goodness. else yeah it's weird right god that's, so weird. It sucks that I'm holding you to that contract. <laughs> I know. You haven't allowed me all the stuff years. I, I do. All the stuff I do to ruin your life. All those toilet right. cams I've installed. Right. Like I, I've installed toilet cams under your kitchen cabinets. I, I just yeah, call them all toilet weird. cams. Really, I make sure they get dunked heavily in the water, fully submerged first. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, I guess this can go we in a cereal box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd think a cereal box would be a bad place for a camera because you know they can't see out. But it's those mm-hmm. it's those money shots when you open that bitch up, man. Yeah, exactly. And one of those. I mean, like golden. Like when you look at the front of the tricks box and right. like if you just stare deeply into the tricks rabbit's left eye, uh-huh. you could see it's a camera, but <laughs> you don't because you're just like, oh, your eyes immediately go to the cereal he's looking at. So you know, yeah, shout out to I the marketing noticed. department. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're really you know. good. Yeah, it's a good look for him, man. It really is the best possible look. Well, it's him looking at the cereal and me looking at you through the toilet cam and your cereal yeah. box, man. That's mm-hmm. the dream right there, and that's where that's why yeah. we're buddies. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. nobody else gets oh. us like like we get each other. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh um, boy, do we have a sync word that came out of that at all? I was gonna go with the um, Wolfman thing for a second, and then you went to tricks. Yeah, we did a a a lot of things there. So um hmm. Hmm. how about um uh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel so weakened. You know, I feel like my uh my my voice will usually step in right. to uh shield me. It it's it's not good. I'm just saying that I uh, don't, don't fret it, about it. Right. You don't mm-hmm. have the shield in front of you like normal though, so it feels a little right. weird. Mm-hmm. A little right. Right. Yeah. But you do have your ugly face in front of you. <laughs> 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 Hold on, let me take another puff of this Marlboro. <laughs> clear up. That's the problem, man. I told you when you when you're getting over a cold, you should stop smoking a pack a day like you're you used to. You know. I thought I heard to ash <laughs> in one's own mouth whenever. Ah. I have a, you get whooping cough. That's a boomer thing to do. Tell you want I'm gonna whoop this cough. <laughs> Ash in the mouth. <laughs> oh man. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. All uh, right. I'll try my best. How, how about uh, 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 how about no voices who dis? No wait, no voices who dis? Okay. Uh, no voice who dis. No voice who dis. There we go. No like voice, who like dis? No Houdis. voice, who no dis? Who yeah. dis? Who dis? Who Got it. Yeah. yeah uh, it's one of my favorite bands from the uh, the 90s, Who dis and the Blowfish. Oh my God, who dis? So good. Yeah. You'd think that they might be pronounced like a different way, but they're not. It's definitely who thinks so. Yeah. Who dis? You know, I was a really big fan of in high school was uh, Incuby. AQB, yeah, yeah. You might have heard of them as like Incubus. That's not how you say it, though. It's Incub. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, um yeah, Hootis was another one. uh huh. And you got uh, Britney, Britney Spears. Well, that one's just that one's just normal. She's just a good singer. Well, I thought it was Britney's like apostrophe s, like singular uh-huh. possessive. Sure. Uh, I thought it was Britney's pears. Britney's pears. Yeah, I thought she was just like, like get a Christmas? oh, she's got like a, a roadside hair nice. stand. I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird that you would that's offer nice. it inside this Sam Goody, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do to make hey, it meet. You know? She's an entrepreneurial spirit, so. Yeah. No voice what are about? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's going great. All right, so uh, no voice who mm. to sync on three. One, two, three. No, no voice who there we go. Oh, yeah. We did it. We done did it, yo. Hey, everybody. Listen up. It's your boy, Shaniqua. <laughs> your boy, <laughs> Shaniqua. Hi, audience. It's me, your boy, Shaniqua. <laughs> I'm here to talk to you about the January 6th insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Are we ready to start it? We're ready to start. L-P-A-M.